Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to your Money in the Middle podcast, a financial podcast for everyday folks. We're so excited that you've decided to come back and join us for this journey. We're really excited to kick off season three. I know it's been a long time coming. We've got some great things in store. We're going to have great guests this season, as well as some topics that I know that are probably top of mind for you, as I know that they've been top of mind for most people in the world. So buckle up your seatbelts and let's go on a ride. As an unfortunate occurrence that we have seen uh, globally, right, a lot as a result of the pandemic, uh, the, 2020, the 2020 COVID-19 pandemic, um, and, you know, that lasted a lot longer than any of us had hoped or had wanted to, um, you know, but one of the things that has come of that is that we've seen a lot of folks publicly, right, and privately pass away, unfortunately. We've lost um, a lot of people in the world to uh, the COVID-19 pandemic, as well as to, you know, many other natural causes and things of that nature. And one of the things that has always been kind of near and dear to my heart is uh, a proverb, right? And as you know, as customary for uh, this podcast, we always start with the proverb. And today's proverb is uh, a good person leaves an inheritance for their children's children. A good person leaves an inheritance for their children's children. A lot of time we can get caught up in uh, right now. We live in a very microwave generation where we expect everything that we want now and everything that we should get now and with no, really no regard to the future. Now, I know that that's a general statement and by no means does it mean everyone, right? But uh, a good sense of this generation now, you know, has no regard for what happens after them beyond the politically charged uh, noise that goes on on a daily basis. So, this episode is going to be dedicated to um, to helping families understand some different ways and options for you to uh, prepare for the un- unfortunate event of your timely or untimely departure from this thing we call life. So let me start by saying uh, this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. This should not constitute financial advice. Uh, And if you think you want to act on some of the things that you hear here, uh, you should consult with your banker, your financial advisor, your accountant, and your licensed professional, etc. If you don't have one, uh, you know, you can find one in a city or state near you. 
we may put together a directory of trusted financial advisors and, uh, you know, planners and things of that nature that uh, we believe are reputable, that will be able to offer uh, some unbiased advice. That said, what are some key ways to ensure the protection or the financial protection, if you will, uh, in the event that of your early or timely or what have you uh, departure from the, from the dirt? Right? Uh, of course, as a dad, as a mom, as a parent, you know, the biggest contribution that you can offer to your children is you. Right. There's no substitute for you, irregardless of how much you make how much money you set aside, there is no substitute for you. You are the invaluable party, you know, but you can make it a little bit easier for them um, because now, and if you have children, your spouse will be survived with just that, with one parent, which is a very difficult uh, situation to be in. Uh, I speak from personal experience uh, growing up with, uh, in a single family, in a single parent family, uh, it was a lot for my mom to have to deal with. And, um, you know, it can be a lot, especially after tremendous loss and grief of the most valuable party, right? Which is each other, right? But there are some ways that you can protect your family, at least financially, uh, in the event of your absence, right? In particular, in the event of death, dismemberment or critical illness, right? The first and I guess most obvious uh, way to do so is through insurance. Now, I am not going to get into the minutia of which insurance type is better. You know, this is not a uh, buy cash value life insurance and invest and da 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 da. This is not a buy term and invest the rest sort of situation. There's no affiliations. But insurance is by far one of the best ways to indemnify your family or to uh, take care of your family's financial troubles, if you will, in the event that you pass away uh, or are critically ill or have uh, become disabled or unable to continue the way in which you have previously. Uh, Some of the insurances include uh, short-term disability insurance, long-term disability insurance, uh, long-term care uh, insurance, which is when, um, you know, if you are old or you become severely critically disabled and you need someone to take care of you, uh, you have long-term care insurance, right? Um, And then... Of course, there is life insurance. Within life insurance, you have several different options, right? Of course, you have your life insurance with uh, your traditional death benefit. Um, But then life insurance also comes in the form of accidental death insurance. So that is, you know, you were uh, in a car accident and died. Right. Or you were freakishly hit by a bus or something like that. We're not going to make this the gloom and doom podcast today. (laughs) You know, unfortunately, 
Uh, and a lot of communities, you know, speaking of these things are it's kind of taboo. And because we don't speak about them, oftentimes they go unaddressed. Right. So anyway, accidental death, life insurance, long term care, disability, short term, long term, etc. Right. Uh, critical critical injury insurance as well. So if you lose a limb and are unable to go back to work. Right. These are some some of the types of insurances that are available to you um, to take care of your family in the event that you are no longer financially able to do. Okay. Uh, One of the things that I'm going to talk about now are uh, the benefits of life insurance. All right. Again, I'm not going to talk about term or cash value or whole life or permanent term. I'm not going to go into all that, right? If you want to do that, contact your financial advisor. But what I will say is when you're thinking about generational wealth, as well as making sure that your children and your family are all set up to financially continue life without you, it the first thing is generally life insurance, right? Life insurance is a financial instrument that is designed to financially protect your family in the event of your death. As one of the basic tenets of life insurance or life insurance policy is the death benefit. The death benefit is the amount of money that is paid out to your beneficiaries um, at, you know, upon the time of your passing, right? And there are a lot of stipulations that can go along with that. There are some that are, hey, we'll pay out no matter what happens, right? But then there are some scenarios where uh, the insurance companies will look further into what happened, you know, look at your application and compare apples to apples to determine if your death was a qualified event, right? <clears throat> You know, because insurance companies don't like to pay, but that's a topic for another day. However, insurance is a a key financial instrument for transference of wealth, financial success beyond the individual. The another part of life insurance are what's called riders or uh, or additional benefits that are not the death benefit that can come alongside uh, and allow for you to participate in some of the, you know, some of that financial instrument at an earlier or later date. Or uh, an example of a writer would be a spousal writer, right? Where, you know, <clears throat> you can cover your spouse or your loved one uh, for an additional premium onto what you already have under the same policy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? Usually... Life insurance does a few things. One, it covers your funeral so that your loved ones who are now stricken with the burden of losing you don't also have the burden of having to financially pay for your funeral, your death, you know, your burial, etc. Right? So that's one of the key benefits. Another benefit is that life insurance will uh, 
provide cash to your family. Can you imagine if you, <clears throat> let's say you make $50,000 a year, right? Now, I know with inflation and whatever you want to call that's happening, I'm not getting into all that today. That may or may not be a lot. But if you're making $50,000 a year and your family depends on that $50,000 a year, you need to have a sufficient way to cover that loss while when you're gone, at least to give your family a leg up or a fighting chance. That is the benefit of life insurance. Death benefits range uh, depending on the type of life insurance you get. You can have um, whole life or permanent life insurance where, you know, that's basically based on how much cash you put into the policy. You can buy a term policy, which gives you the biggest, the biggest death benefit, but there is not permanent. It can it can cancel. There's bills, no cash value. You're literally just paying into it, etc. You could get. Um, what some affectionately refer to as burial insurance, which is just really enough insurance to cover your death and maybe a few expenses uh, in the event that you pass away. You know, that's usually um, offered to seniors or folks who have pre-existing conditions and things of that nature as a way to have something right for the family instead of nothing. Uh, but there are several different life insurances, and I, it would be wise to consider that um, now before you pass so that your family is covered in the event of that, ha- that happening. So now that we've gone over life insurance, right? Obviously, there are other financial instruments um, that can be used to transfer wealth, etc. But we're talking about uh, what happens when you're gone, not just transferring wealth. Because yes, these instruments do help transfer wealth. But more importantly, it's how you're how to prepare your loved ones for you not being there. Okay. In addition to life insurance, once you have those things that in place, then it's important to look at these next three items, right? Uh, and usually, you know, we could technically do uh, a series on each of these items alone, and I think we may in this season and uh, bring on some experts to to do it for us. Um, but these next three items are very important because they determine how your funds or assets, etc., are distributed upon your upon your death. Right. And these are estates, wills and trust estates, wills or will and testament and trust. So what's an estate? An estate is all the money and property owned by a particular person, uh, especially at death. So what you'll hear uh, when, when, when folks pass away uh, is that you know, automatically, uh, whether you have an official estate set up or not, right? Uh, that is something that is really looked at by uh, <laughs> municipalities, really, for tax purposes and 
you know, I don't want to call it the, you know, a death tax, but, you know, whatever. Right. But the estatus was monitored by the, the governments or municipalities to uh, determine your uh, tax rate, if you will, or the taxes upon the transfer of your uh, assets, cash, etc. It's important to note here that life insurance death benefit is a non-taxable event. So uh, your your loved one doesn't have to pay uh, taxes on on that money. You know they may need to pay ordinary income, but again, I'm not a financial advisor. I am not the one to have the conversation with. Right. The next one is a will and testament. So a will is a legal document that expresses a person's wishes as to how their property is to be distributed after their death. Now, this one is really, really important because uh, what I found is, especially from personal experience, that when most people pass away, if you don't have a will, um, but you leave a significant fortune or you leave uh, a good amount of life insurance or life insurance in the amount enough in which to change the lives of the people you left it to, um, it, it could get really uh, it can get really nasty. Right. And in some cases, in a lot of cases, I've seen it uh, destroy families because there was no clear guidance or direction as to where funds should go, how they should be split up or what they should be used for. And when we say property, cash is property, real property, jewelry, uh, collectibles, etc. Right. So it's important that, you know, you have a will or, or, or some sort of uh, legal document that describes your wishes for your property. Right. And the final is a trust, right? And the trust is interesting. Uh, you know, it really gets lumped into this because of its directionary uh, properties uh, or or its ability to give direction or state ownership, right? But a trust is a legal relationship in which the holder of a right gives it to another person or entity who must keep it and use it solely for another's benefit. So that's important to note, especially for uh, folks who have small children, right? Um, you know, many people, uh, you know, like me, I have, you know, babies, right? Uh, in the unfortunate event of my past, and I would not want a check to be written to my seven-year-old or my six-year-old or two-year-old, right? There needs to be somebody in place that can manage that trust or manage those funds in trust for the benefit of the, the beneficiary, right? Uh, and that's where, you know, those three things really kind of play in tandem with each other, estates, wills, and trust, right? When you pass away, your all of your fortune is going to be automatically delivered to your estate, right? Unless you have a will and trust or will and testament that says this, uh, these funds should go to this place, right? Or this property goes to that place, right? Or this, these assets or uh, property 
is to be transferred into a trust for the benefit of my so-and-so, right? We're not going to go into revocable or irrevocable trust. We're not going to get into all that. What we're talking about is what happens when you are gone, okay? And, you know, it's really important, right? Because losing you is enough trauma or drama, if you will, to already cause a rift in the family unit, you know, so having something that outlines or specifically states where your funds should go, uh, it should be noted that these documents should be notarized, can be notarized, but usually if they are somewhere and dated and sealed, uh, that can work, okay? Now, is one or the other applicable for all? No, right? What I would say is look at your finances with your family or with your guy or your girl or whoever uh, handles your money or your finances and have an estate planning meeting. You're never too old. You're never too young. You know, the, the young feel immortal, right? Oh, I'm going to live. I can do this tomorrow. I can do this the next day. I can do this, yada, 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 right? And while we all pray and hope for tomorrow, tomorrow is unfortunately not promised. So the best thing to do to save your family and potentially protect your family's wealth or your inheritance from the government or taxes would be to proper estate planning. Okay, proper estate planning. There are several different financial advisors, especially ones that specialize in estate planning. So you can uh, a quick Google search will help you out. You can even find a template on uh, this is not a commercial or anything, but, you know, to help you out. You can find a, a will and testament template on places like Rocket Lawyer or, uh, you know, free legal docs. Right. Uh, just online. Story time. It's a real story. There was a family who lost their matriarch to uh, a critical illness. And leading up to the losing of that matriarch, uh, you know, obviously everyone is really close. And this was a close knit family to begin with. Right. Um, But leading up to the to the passing of that matriarch. Uh, there wasn't much communication about what would happen to whatever she had or if she had anything to begin with, right? To be protected, transferred, etc. And when she passed, what seemed not so abrupt, but pretty, pretty, you know, out the blue because they thought she was getting better. Um, it came down to the funeral planning, insurance, and and otherwise well uh, there was no clear direction as to what she wanted to happen or what her wishes were so she uh, passed and the family uh, there was a lot of back and forth there were some arguments you know between the hurt 
of loss. There's tremendous uh, confusion and as well as tremendous uh, emotional trauma that's going on with losing a loved one. But um, when she passed, there was no direction. So the family went, you know, into their own way. Right. After the funeral, there was a tremendous rift in the family because of life insurance and cash. And, you know, uh, at the funeral, they were, oh, make sure that you get the card so that the cash doesn't go to so and so. And, you know, and, you know, a family shouldn't have to really worry about those things. At what some could argue is one of your most vulnerable times. You've lost a loved one, right? And that family went through a very dark period where, you know, loved ones who were really tight and close to each other uh, went on not speaking with each other for significant periods of time. Uh, Additionally, you know, relationships that were strong also were kind of broken. Now, thankfully, that family has mended a bit with time and prayer and healing, but it is important to clearly outline what happens in the event that you are no longer with us. So what's my point? Ron, are you coming on here for gloom and doom? No, I'm not. It's really because I care. And too many families have gone without a plan or without something to help their family succeed in the event of their passing. We, we've all suffered tremendous loss in these last few years. Um, I mean, even some celebrities who, to us, look like they may have tremendous fortunes, and that may or may not have been true, but some of, some of them just passed away. No estate plan, no direction for what's going to happen to their finances, no life insurance, right? Uh, you know, you never know. We don't know when it's our time. So the best time to plan is today. Well, I hope that uh, this episode was informative. We have a great season for you this this season, guys. We're going to have some guests that come on that you may know, you may not know. Uh, Some repeat guests, of course, but we are really going to do it up this this season so make sure you stay tuned in stogie of the week and likely the season but we'll see how it goes is going to be the davidoff limited edition 2022 man let me tell you this cigar is so smooth it it just is amazing blows your mind um and finally this season or this episode and season is dedicated to Anel Belfield, Nina Scarborough, and Mom Brenda. 
our love and heart goes out to these women's families. And it's also dedicated to you and your loved ones, to anybody who's lost a loved one. This episode is for you. Good night and God bless.